Yeah, on my feet. Anyway, this old man, funk and funk and funk about it, try to get other people interested in the idea. Everybody thinks it's a crazy, goofy idea. <laughs> they won't even begin. I have not found anyone who will even debate the matter with me. Uh, so, setting up this pony thing probably going to be kind of a hard deal to do. Um, the, uh, I'm out here walking, it's so pretty. <laughs> they got a gas pumping station next to me. They got like 3,000 pound natural gas and the pumps are in there pumping it. And the neighbors were complaining. So they got an almost solid rule of pine trees so people they don't got to look at it and they contoured this big hillside and it's just full of of uh, what they call crown vetch and crown vetch farmers use it for fertilizer on their fields they plow it under it's full of nitrogen but they sure are pretty this time of year it's just they're kind of a purplish color and they're dense and you got your dandelions and your green glass mixed in with them, it's pretty cool. Anyway, I walked about 100 feet, so I gotta stop again, because I'm out of breath. Tell you what though, I'm very happy that I was able to go as far as I did. I think I'm going to turn around and head back. Although at my plan, I was going to try and try and walk about a quarter of a mile, but I don't think physically I'm up to it. Anyway, Mr. Ghost Rider, if you're listening to this, I hope somebody, if you if you if you can pass this kind of on to somebody who's a ghost rider, they don't got to be a good one. Uh, you know, anybody, if they want to make an attempt at making a story out of this, I'll be more than happy to help them with it, and I'll pay them a little money. Then we'll just see how it goes over. I think it might take off. Because I've been thinking a lot about this, and I'm a desperate man. I've had a podcast, well, this podcast, for several years, and I've repeatedly talked about cloning on there. I thought, man, people... People will really take off when they when they hear about it. I thought I'm gonna have so many people on these podcasts that get to be interested in cloning, and we'll get a a worldwide campaign to get human beings cloned. That's what my plan was, don't you know? However, <laughs> ain't worked out that way. So I'm just gonna tell the story here on my podcast. And hope that somebody hears it.
if nothing else, I'm having fun talking about it. Anyway, this old man is in bad shape. It's got a bad heart with a cow valve in it. It's got five years on it. It's only good for 10. So I think he's getting ready to move on whether he wants to or not. Oh, DNA is pre-programmed to do that, don't you know? In the future, we might be able to modify that aging gene. They had this lady doing research on worms. Uh, they were called uh, minototes, some kind of little tiny worm. And these little worms only had 20,000 bundles of DNA total in their body. Pretty simple worms. But like all DNA, the basic programming is the same. Eat, grow, replicate. Be you man, mouse, elephant. Your basic programming is the same. God put that basic programming in all DNA. That's the only way you can develop life on a planet. Eat, grow, reproduce. If the conditions are right and you can do that, you will create more DNA. And you will have little modifications in each batch of DNA. And gradually, change things change. If uh, the DNA is, thrives... Well, that's a good sign. And God God lets him continue to move on. Sometimes the old DNA becomes extinct because it just no, don't fit into the new environment very well. Or something's wrong. Anyway, there's no reason that we can't store the tissue of every living human being on this planet. And the DNA of every living thing on this planet goes back to the very beginning. The very first bundle of DNA that split. It has to. <laughs> or maybe there could be multiple DNAs and some DNAs carried on for a while, then they died and became extinct, but another type. But eventually, the DNA that you got in your body and I have in mind goes clear back to one bundle of DNA. Now, along the way, there's divergences. That's the reason you have black people, yellow people, uh, you know, big people, tall people. It's all different mixtures of DNA. Um, and that's part of God's great plan. Whatever DNA rules is, well, that's one that's going to rule. So it could be the Chinese. I think it might be the Chinese because they seem to be doing better than uh, most of us. Possibly the Indians. They too seem to be doing better than most of us. Anyway, this old man, desperate he is now to get this off the ground. So, in an act of desperation, this old man calls up a dating service for singles. And he told them what his needs were. Well, kind of, sort of. I just left a just did a recording on our website. Told him I'm needing a mate, probably younger than me, that would marry me. And what I have to give her is my pensions. That'd be worth two grand a month when I'm dead. But I want her to be not only my wife, I want her to help me set up the Kaylee Family Cloning Corporation. And I would like for her 
to get me and her both cloned and have me and herself as my little sister about two years after me and she could just raise us as her little family. Um, now, if, as me and my sister grow up, we won't know, but we're just regular old brothers and sisters. And my wife here, she could have a bunch of other kids by other men. That, that's no problem. We'd just be part of the family. Um, you know, and I wouldn't really care which race she was, although I got blonde hair and blue eyes. I'd kind of like to stick with that in general. I, I've been pretty satisfied with that. Uh, it's worked out well for me. Well, yeah, it has. Uh, I guess that's mainly because white's kind of predominant here in the USA right now. Um, but I, it, my mom wouldn't matter. I know my, all moms are the same. They love their kids. They do their best to take care of the kids. And if I could, I would marry such a person. But she's going to have to be dedicated to getting this project done. So before I would even consider marrying her, she would have to meet a few requirements. First, she has to think that cloning is a good idea, a good and doable idea, and she wants to be part of it. If she's not interested in that, then don't, don't waste no more time on me because that's my goal. And I think it's an important goal. And I think it'd be bigger than Henry Ford, bigger than Edison. It'd be the ultimate life insurance policy. Guys going into the service, well, take a piece of tissue, story. You know, they're 18, 19 years old, like a lot of my friends were. They marched off to war and crashed, boom, bam. They got snuffed. And that's a bad deal. Everybody feels bad about it. But nobody really cares. Can you name anybody you know that died in the Vietnam War? Well, I can't. I had one cousin. I don't remember. But I had four guys that died around me when I was in the service. And her names in 1970, September, it was Eggert. He was a pilot. In October, it was, no, 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 take it back. Eggert was in Airedale. He, he worked on the ship doing something. I don't know what, whatever. Whatever he was doing, he died. Don't know exactly how he died, uh, but he died off the coast of Vietnam. They didn't put him on the wall. After him in October is a fellow named Eggert. And Eggert, I got their pictures. I've, I've been carrying them around with me all these years. <laughs> they posted them on the wall, and I, uh, well, I tore them down and put them in my billfold. Anyway, Eggert. She was Eggert EC. No, god damn it. I'm, Eggert was the first one. He was in Airedale or something. I ain't got no picture of him. They didn't put the uh, uh, enlisted guys' pictures up when they died. Well, that's kind of odd. They only put the officers' pictures up. Eggert was an officer. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. And I ain't got his picture. Sorry about that. I, memory, I'm getting old. Carloni was a pilot. And he was Italian, and I got his picture because he was an officer. 
and uh, off the coast of Vietnam, his plane malfunctioned and the hydraulics screwed up and he crashed head first into the sea. That was the end of Carloni. But they didn't put him down as war casualty because he wasn't on an attack run. So he's not on the wall. Okay, then after that was Downing. Downing was an electrician or something. And he, uh, I think he committed suicide. I'm not sure. His wife was divorcing him. I did kind of know him. His wife was divorcing him after six years. I mean, to be away from your wife for six years, that's a pretty long stretch. Anyway, she divorced him. He was so despondent. Uh, Anyway, he disappeared at sea. Now, it could have been an accident. We used to go up to the front of the ship. When we was moving along, there was a real strong breeze coming up over the bow. And you could stand on the very edge of that flight deck and lean way out and look down at the water. And the wind pressure would hold you up. You could put your arms out and it's kind of like he was flying. Well, now there was a net underneath there to catch it. And it's possible he could have been doing that and missed a damn net. I don't know. Or maybe he just intentionally went over the side. But anyway, that's the end of Mr. Downey. And I ain't got no picture of him because he wasn't an officer. That was in November. In December, uh, 70. In, um, in, shit, let me think. Damn old memory just ain't much good no more. In, Jan- in December, nobody got killed. I don't know. Maybe we, they shut down combat operations in December. I don't know. We didn't lose nobody, though. In January 1971, we lost another. His name was Carter. Carter had blonde hair and blue eyes. Nice-looking young fella. Anyway, he took off from the ship loaded with bombs. Those A-4s that we were using, they carried about eight 500-pound bombs. And... uh, the thing with them jets, if the airspeed across the wings ain't at least 100 miles an hour, they lose altitude. They go down. And that's what happened. Their catapults kicked him off, had his motors running wide open. Normally, when a catapult pushed him off, they would drop down about half the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm just trying to get some exercise. I've been having heart problems. And I was down in the emergency room the other day, and they did all kinds of crap to me. Anyway, I'm just going to walk. I was going to try to walk down there and walk back. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I run out of breath. I walked from over there to here. So I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> well, I usually got a bicycle. I usually ride it up and down the street. But. I don't think I'm strong enough to ride it. So, well, thank you for checking on me. Sure. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm just gonna. I'm just trying to get my strength back. I I don't think I will though. I got my heart's got a cow valve stuck in it, and it's they're only good for ten years, and I got five years on this one, so I think it's starting to go bad on me. And I don't really want to do it again. My God, they chop you open. And you oh, it's horrible. Wow. Uh, you got uh, I. Immobile in bed for a week. Had a big old hoses coming out of my chest. I don't know what the hell it was doing, but oh, it was. Uh, I don't really want to do it again. But well, I tell you, the vitamin D and the sunshine. I know. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Well, I've been living 
oh, my place here I'm giving to my boys, and I'm going to try to get them to clean it up this summer. I tried to last summer. God damn it. And they just not helping me much with it. But anyway, I've been staying out at the veterans' home, oh, yeah? and I come home uh, two or three days a week. And uh, I really, at home, well, it's kind of hard for me to fix my meals and stuff. Sure, sure. <laughs> so I go back to the veterans' home. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking maybe I should just head back and say it doesn't good, but I still would like to get down there to the end of that driveway and then come back. I, I will. Oh, I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> well, thank you for checking on me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry about the mess over in my yard. I'll try to get it squared away. Alright, now I'm going on a long stretch here down to the next spot where I'm planning to stop. It's probably two hundred feet at least. And it's downhill, that's good. You don't have to come back and go. That won't be quite so good. But anyway, on this cloning deal, if I can get me a young lady who would help me with it. I think the world would consider it a blessing. You know, like your military guys. <sighs> uh, most military guys that get killed. Well, in Vietnam, most of them were young. 18 or 19. A few 20s. Most of those pilots there, they were 26. And I thought they was pretty old. I thought, who in the hell wants to live to be 26? Anyway... The, uh, the, uh, we gotta stop here. Sorry, folks. Tell you, tell you what, I'm just gonna quit talking. I'm just gonna have to walk. Cause I'm not strong enough to walk and talk at the same time. Sorry. Great tide make your Sierra as a cardinal rookie who also had a tiny to start his career. He wasn't as young as Jordan Walker is. And the Cardinal Street record is the 
Cardinal bench coach, Joe McEwen, who hit 25 straight games as a rookie. At the plate, in a slider, he is taken low and Sorry, I can't talk. I'm out of breath. Fighter for a strike. is the face. Uh, this crown so all the yellow dandelions. It, it would make a neat picture. Now, as we play in the top of the fourth inning, a likely answer for the Cardinals is there's a strike. Good fastball. That's the outer half. Something pouring right away. And another team score. This kind of changes that momentum thing. It just shifts back quickly. Terry's taken low, two and two. Good idea. Don't don't forget here, this guy is the guy we can get out with breaking balls, maybe that's the A swing fly ball to left field that should be right to Christian Yelich. He's got it, and that'll do as Tommy Edmond flies out on the first pitch. Oh, on two hits, they strand two, stranded five off to the bottom of the fourth inning. The walk two, St. Louis one. Thank <laughs> you. 
Anyway, sorry. I tell them they got me taking that damn eloquist. And, and I was listening to all the side effects, and it sounds like that's what I got. The side effects. It says causes paralysis, and I can't hardly move my legs. Marshmallow eggs, the chocolate-covered marshmallow eggs. Oh, I just love chocolate and marshmallow. I didn't care about anything else that was in the basket, so most of the stuff went to my older brother. Just give me all of the chocolate marshmallow eggs, and woof, that's just uh, happy Easter already there. And just puts a little chocolate marshmallow cherry on top. A new life from the most impossible place, a grave. Nonetheless, he's here. Impossible, impossible. Yesterday, what looked like his failure was literally set in stone. Gotta get cloned, man. I need a wife. It'll help me get her done. They got me taking that. <laughs> and I can't hardly walk. Yeah, I got all kinds of I got all of them. I'm taking that. I'm taking those. <laughs> Fucking idiots, they got me taking all this shit. Says right here on the radio. Don't take them together. I think these doctors are in Quincy or Area.
Anyway, I'm a desperate man. I want to be dead soon. I need to find me a wife who would like to be rich and possibly famous. And she should be able to write a pretty fair book out of this here story. Especially if she's a first clone mother. And, well, second clone baby after me. <laughs> and raising us. That should be a hell of a book in the future. If I could just find a young lady that wanted to do that. So I went on one of these dating services and I left them a short, it's just, today is Easter. So I just left a short, kind of a condensed version of what I wanted to do. So Monday, I'll call them back and go into it in a little more detail. I just want to put this idea out there where, you know, a lot of young ladies around the world, if they wanted to, they could offer to be somebody's clone mother, especially old people. And they could marry old women. I mean, it could be a girl. She could marry an old gal, get the old gal's pensions if she, if she had any. Uh, and if she don't have any pensions, if she has some assets, she could leave them, or at least half her assets, leave the other half to her kids if she wants, leave half of her assets to the new her when, after she's born. Uh, I think this could change the world. I really do. And that's like wars. Well, they're pretty pointless. And and right now it's going on. We're trying to force America's will on the Russians by using the United Nations. And Russia doesn't want to get our desires pushed upon it. And they're resisting. And there's a whole lot of people dying in this damn deal. Now, otherwise, we get along fine. Ukrainians and Russians, hell, they got along fine. Until America kept pushing to get UN in there. The Russia's no dummies. They know UN, that's what its intentions has been ever since World War II. And they said, uh, the Russians said the Nazis are behind that whole damn deal. And they might be right. At the end of World War II, what was the people behind the Nazis, the people with the money, they didn't get killed. Fuck no, they're rich. But they hated communism because rich people, it's hard to make money off communists if you're a rich person. The rich people in Russia that became rich, <laughs> the Russian government just took it away from them. <laughs> Unless they behaved real well. If they were, uh, if they were uh, good Russians and did what the government told them to do, then... Uh, then anyway, uh, they control money and they control elections. Uh, during World War II, all the wealth in Europe disappeared, or most of it. Where'd it go? Nobody knows. Well, some guys say it went down to South America, Paraguay, and different places. The people that had that money, what'd they do with it? Well, they looked around the world. Everything was pretty well destroyed. <laughs> they couldn't work with the communists. So that only left the United States as a functioning country. So how do you control a functioning 
democratic country. Make it do what you want. Well, it's pretty easy. Yeah, do it with elections. All you got to do is use the money, get the people elected that's heading in the direction you want that country to go. So you got two politicians, one screaming, we need to spend more money on defense against the Russians. The other politicians, they don't say nothing about that. Surprise, surprise, strong defense guy wins. Got more money behind him. We need police that look like Gestapo, armed with machine guns and such. How do we do that? Well, we need more law and order. So you get that guy voted in. And then after him, another one. And after him, another one. More and more of them. And by doing that, Nazis or rich people could control any democratic country. Don't work in communist countries because you cannot put money into their elections. So well, like happened in Ukraine, we send their agents go over there and, and, and they we give them all kinds of money. Well, before all this stuff got started, Ukraine was getting lots of money from the United States and UN. Uh, and out there, everything was great. Everything was going wonderful. I mean, they had plenty of money flowing in. Where was it coming from? Ukrainians were making it? Well, maybe in part. Most of it was coming from the UN and the US of A. So then you get a few people there saying, you know, we want to join the UN. And they start hollering louder and louder. And the other people, well, most of them probably don't give a shit one way or the other. But they keep hearing if they don't, Russia's going to take you over. If we don't, Russia's going And Russia says that it will. Russia repeatedly said, we will not allow the UN to be on our borders. Oh, don't worry about them. That's what the American says. They're just pussies. They ain't going to do nothing. Boom. Well, they did something. Now, at that point, Ukraine and Russia could have had a meeting. And if Ukraine would have said... Uh, well, we see your worries. We won't let any NATO equipment come into Ukraine. If they would have done that, there wouldn't have been no reason for Russia to invade. But that ain't what they did. The guy that got elected is a hard ass. He says, we're going to fight the Russian tooth and nail forever. That's what's happened, folks. However, that's got nothing to do with my cloning idea. This cloning, and that's the reason Elon Musk could straighten this whole fucking mess out. If he would go to both sides, that's Russia wants to feel secure, Ukraine wants to feel secure, and NATO wants to feel secure. But you got America back there jumping up and down and saying, no, no, no. You need more tanks, you need more planes, you need more. And now we're saying, look, look, we told you. We told you. Now, they got about 3,000 tanks in the European countries, and they're going to—they're trying to talk to Europeans and send their tanks into Ukraine to fight the Russians. The Russians have got 5,000 of their newest model tanks, and they've got another 5,000 of their older model tanks. Now that's going to be one hell of a battle. But if it starts to get too painful for the Russians, he done said what he's going to do: tactical move. Tactical nukes really ain't good for nothing except big armies. 
I mean, he could dev devastate all of Ukrainian cities, but and that might happen too. But but against the tank army, nuke going off in the air over them. Well, they won't kill them immediately because the tanks are all uh, armored. But a lot enough of that radiation will get through that everybody in the tanks will probably die eventually from radiation poisoning. Yeah, I'm just sitting here watching the neighbors. They're having their Easter egg hunt. I wonder what the hell they were doing. They're all running around. Okay. Oh, they're just putting them out. It's the adults, I guess. They got bags and they're just going around the trees and what the hell are they? Oh, I know. They're, they're putting Easter eggs out there. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. We used to do that when we were kids. I did with my kids maybe once. I Usually, usually we'd take them somewhere. Well, I think I'm going to start my journey back towards the house. And this is uphill. I think I'll listen to this song first. Two eye drops. Holy Rover. Down.
sound of getting 50% off tax credit. The sound of the people. Sorry, folks. I'm walking and I can't talk and walk at the same time. I run out of breath. I think this old place is killing me. I'm gonna quit taking it. Fuck them. My spine is not working worth the shit. I ain't getting no sensation off of my legs. And I that commercial keeps stress that it can cause. Anyway, I'm a desperate man when it comes to this cloning. 
and this body's absolutely quitting on me. And I'm afraid my legs are gone now from that eloquent crap. These stupid fucking doctors. They gotta prescribe something, don't you know? Fuck them. That eloquent they was charging like $400 a month for it. I, I didn't take it. And then the VA started giving it to me free. So I was taking half of what I was supposed to for a while. Out to veterans home, they make you take the full amount, which is two times a day. Maybe my problems in my legs is like an eloquence. I didn't take it. Fuck you. I didn't want back to bless it. Fuck our Anyway, in my imaginary story, I do find me a young woman, and she's got sisters, and I tell her, she, and then say she's a foreigner, well, tell her to bring her sisters along with her, I can only marry one of them, but I think there'll be enough money there that she can support her sisters too, and it... <laughs> And if they want to be my mom, well, I'm agreeable to it. So I could have three different moms at the same time. And they could all raise as different. That'd be interesting. See how these clones interact. <clears throat> In my book, I'd make that come true. And I'd give my DNA away to anybody who wanted it. <laughs> and if I have enough finances, I'd do my best to support my future self.
and you tell me what the fuck is wrong. You fucking idiot.
next week, so we are starting the final countdown. Alice Cooper guitarist Dita Strauss is also with us to give us a scoop on his forthcoming new album, and we'll revisit the reunion of Temple the Dog, who came back together in 2011 to share the stage for an iconic performance that we'll spotlight on UCR Backstage. Plus, of course, we've got 80s to the max and so much more. I'm Matt Wardlaw. Join me for Ultimate Classic Rock Weekend on 100.9 The Eagle. Anyway. In my imaginary story, if I can get a ghostwriter to write it, Elon Musk picks us up for a space program. The thing with making clones as space adventurers is you'll know what their performance will be physically. Every regular created human, it's a mystery how they're going to turn out. Some better, some worse than the original. You know, with selective breeding, you could always make a better, but most breeding ain't selective. <laughs> most women are stupid. <laughs> most men just want to have sex. And women, too. So there's not a whole lot of thought goes into having a kid. They just have fun until it happens and then they got to decide abort it or let it grow to maturity. Uh, about half of the births are aborted. <laughs> uh, why is that? Well, because the women don't really like what they're going to end up with. I guess. I think I will go down to the tavern. I think I'll do. I'm almost home. I got another 200 feet to go. Probably I'll stop this podcast.
I guess I ought, to, I ought to stop this podcast because I don't know. I wanted to do my story, but I'm running out of breath too much. I can't keep telling it. Anyway, I want you to think about getting cloned. If you are listening to this, I'm hoping Podbean stores all these for me because that was what my intention was. I, I, somebody told me that the the people doing the podcast store all the data forever in the hopes of selling it sometime in the future. If that's true and all my episodes are available, I told my son find out what it would cost by all the episodes that they have of me put it on our family or his computer. And that's really important because <laughs> if somebody would take the time to listen to all of them, I think they'd understand me pretty well. Because uh, it'd been kind of like this, my invisible sidekick the whole time. And we were just wandering around together, and all they could do is listen to me talk. I think I'm going to go on home. I don't think I'll even take a coat. Nah, I don't think I need a coat. Pretty nice day out. I think I'll pee. Maybe get a little something to drink. And now I'll go down to the bar. While away the rest of the day there. That's what I'm going to do.
Rangers. to stop this podcast shit i'm sorry folks made her home safe and sound uh, i don't think nobody's on here anyway oh hey i'm sorry uh i said there's only two people listening <laughs> and one of them's me so i'm just gonna stop this podcast so anyway 
I'm going to turn this off so adios, amigos. Think about getting cloned, though. God damn it. I don't know why everybody's so stupid. I kind of feel like Jesus Christ telling you there's a way, there's a way, and nobody listens. Kind of feel like Muhammad, hey, there's a way, there's a way, and nobody's listening. Kind of feel like Buddha, there's a way, there's a way, and nobody's listening. Well, I'm telling you, there's a way to get born again and send your soul on to heaven.